This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 87. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Uh, this is episode 87, closing in fast on episode 100. And yeah, I'm here in London right now. Um, don't know if any of you guys are in London. Maybe if you are in London, get in touch because we're running lots of cool uh, language events at the moment. So maybe shoot me an email and uh, and let me know and I can give you some more information. Uh, but it's a beautiful day and I'm here recording some, some more podcasts for you guys, which is super cool. And we've got an amazing question today, which I could talk about for about 7 million years. Um, but I'm not going to. You'll be pleased to hear. Before we get to that, though, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, which are italki. And now italki is... It's the place where I get all of my language lessons and everybody always asks, you know, well, what's the fastest way to learn a language? Well, um, I'll tell you the slowest way to learn a language and that's by not ever speaking. And so if you want to start speaking your target language, then italki is the best place to do that. And you can get a free lesson by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's jump into today's question from Pete. Hi, Ollie. Uh, Pete here from Manchester. I uh, just want to start by saying love the podcast and uh, I find it really motivational. Um, so I'm learning Portuguese and one bit of advice I've seen um, come about a few times is to try and get out of the habit of translating things in your head. Um, so I've been watching a lot more TV shows and movies in Portuguese language, um, but I'm a bit unsure as to whether I should be watching them with English subtitles, but obviously I have the fear of translating. Uh, or should I be watching it in Portuguese uh, subtitles so I can see what they're saying? Um, also, have you got you know, any other little tips um, to avoid the habit of translating? Um, or, or is this uh, a thing that mainly comes out of getting better in the language? Um, thank you. Hi, Pete. Uh, thanks, for, well, thanks for the compliments on the show and thanks for a super cool question. Wow, I mean, it's one of those questions that is so huge that you know I really could um could write a whole book about it I think <laughs> um, but yeah so how to condense this into one podcast episode well what I'm going to do is I'm going to break this down into two parts and in this episode I'm going to talk about the question of translating in your head and then in the next episode I'm going to talk about uh, movies and subtitles because it's a very kind of different well it's very much related but also a, a big topic in its own right so I'm going to start by talking about this question of how to stop translating in your head. Now, this is something you hear a lot, isn't it? Don't translate in your head. Um, th for me, translation is inevitable. Translation is inevitable, and I don't think it's smart to try and avoid it. Because, look, if you don't know what's being said in the language you're learning, what are you going to do? Just, like, ignore it? <laughs> you're going to try to understand, right? And the only way that we can understand something that we don't that we that we don't know is to translate it into English, or to try to do that, and to you know give it our best shot. So translation is inevitable because language is about communication. We, if you have any interest whatsoever in understanding what's being said, you're going to translate. So I don't think that there's a particular need to avoid translation. I mean, certainly when I start learning a new language, I translate everything. I have to because I have to. I have to understand how the language works, right? If it's uh, if you're learning a very new and different language, like you, 
translating into your mother tongue, it helps you do this kind of contrastive analysis, as they say. And it helps you understand the mechanics. Okay, so like in English, it's uh, subject, verb, object. And oh, look, in Chinese, it's also subject, verb, object. And that's really, really helpful. So when you get people saying, okay, don't translate in your head when you're speaking or when you're listening. Well, I think they're talking about something different. And that advice in itself, don't translate in your head or try to avoid translating. Like, yeah, the, the, the sentiments, the intentions are good, but it's not very helpful advice, I don't find. Because, well, you know how are you supposed to stop yeah there's no there's no um, like magic magic pill you can take to stop translating um so let's let's break this down a little bit and see how, you know, how we can move from a place where we're translating everything to a place where we're not translating because it does happen but it happens slowly and it happens over time so behind this point behind this topic this big question of well how to stop translating is this that in order to stop translating, you need to be able to deal with your target language for what it is and not look for the logical relation in English. All right. So what that means is if you're listening to Portuguese, for example, Pete, and then you hear something, you need to move gradually to a place where you accept that for what it is. The, the, the grammar that's being used, the phrases or the, the verb patterns, whatever. You kind of, you hear those words being spoken and you, you accept, you take that for what it is and you don't, you're like, your automatic reaction is not to translate that into English and see what they're saying in English, if you like. All right. So that's, that's the kind of bigger picture aim. But, um, you know, like we said at the beginning, translating is inevitable. It's probably a good, a good thing. Um, so like this, question becomes important as we're progressing as we're moving into a higher level in the language and the reason is because like the these comparisons with English stop becoming useful because as you get better at Portuguese or I mean this applies to any language obviously what you find is that you you don't so much need to learn the basic grammar anymore but you need to learn the nuances of the language and the little tricks and little words and phrases and inflections in the language that give it color and give it meaning and that's the point where translating into English stops becoming useful because there isn't a direct translation. Um, you know, yeah, you see, you see this all over the language. I mean, even even a, like Portuguese is a very basic level with a word like saudade, saudade. Like, yeah, you can translate that into English, but not in a good way. There's no good translation of saudade. Um, so, like, yeah, it it, it, work, it happens. Um, throughout, but especially as you get into a more um, advanced level, and so the what you got to do is take every really take every kind of word and phrase and inflection as it comes, and try to analyze that and and understand that for what it is, and and look out for that in different places. So it happens gradually, and it's not something that you can force. But the key things I think, like when I as I was preparing this, I was looking, I was sort of thinking back over the last few languages that I've learned, and they've been Japanese, Cantonese, and Arabic, and all extremely different to English. Like, you can't get more different languages to English than Japanese, for example, or, or Arabic. It's very, very different. And so I was sort of thinking back and thinking, well, how, at what point did I stop translating? And yeah, at the beginning, everything that's said, I'm translating almost word for word into English. 
very quickly, once I've got past this point of like basic communication, which I guess you're probably at, Pete, with your Portuguese because you're watching movies and, I don't know, I, I, I imagine that you are not a complete beginner. I may be wrong about that. But assuming you've been studying for a while, the key mind shift you need is to learn to live with ambiguity. All right? To learn to live with ambiguity. And that means that you can't insist on understanding every word in the language, every word that you hear. You just can't because it slows you down. There's too much, like when you, when the, when you insist on understanding every word, like that stops you focusing on the bigger picture. So you need to learn to live with it and be happy with a certain amount of ambiguity. And I think in all my languages, like there's always things I don't understand when I'm speaking with someone. There's always stuff I don't understand. But I think one of my strengths is that I'm able to look above the, the, the kind of word level or even the sentence level and focus on the, on the higher communication. And if there's stuff that I don't understand, words or even sometimes complete sentences I don't understand. I don't let that bother me. I focus on as best I can continuing the conversation. I think that's one of my one of my strengths as a as a language learner. I think that's what helps me to to really kind of start communicating words. I don't fixate on every single word. So what that means in practice for you is that you know you need to be studying. You need to be doing things like reading uh, textbooks and dialogues, looking at the grammar explanations and looking out for patterns. Every language has got patterns which are used throughout. And, uh, you, what you've got to do is you've got, as you're studying, um, whether, you know, whether that's in a textbook or whether you're just making notes from your, your speaking sessions or your, or your lessons, you need to be on the lookout for interesting patterns in the language, like grammar patterns, um, maybe certain words that go together, phrases that are commonly used. Be on the lookout for those. And really, your job is to just notice them. All right? You notice these different patterns being used in the language and start to see them being used in different places. All right? So you might learn a phrase in a textbook and then you might hear it being said later on when you're watching a movie. This happens all the time. And like one of the key skills of a successful language learner is to be able to notice. So notice stuff that's being used and then Notice it being applied in different places, and once you can start to once you start to see um, something being used uh, across a different, you know, from in your textbook and then in in, the, in conversation and then in a movie, then start to try to use it yourself. And then what happens is you kind of gradually you don't need to understand it necessarily, but just start to notice it. And then just by paying attention to those things, you'll gradually start to it will gradually start to sort of. Um, infiltrate into your common vocabulary and your knowledge of the language and uh, you'll start to absorb it not overnight but it will happen and obviously there's a lot to learn in a language and so this is a gradual process one word at a time one phrase at a time one grammar pattern at a time what your job is just to keep that up keep noticing keep being observant keep being curious about the language that's being used and you know in most cases the, the most like the best environment to do that is when you're studying with a textbook because it's controlled you know you can slow it down you can listen again to the audio you can read the explanations so textbooks are a great place to get that kind of foundation of different parts of the language something else is to always make sure that you're dealing in phrases or even complete sentences are not in words okay a lot of people uh again this comes back to the translation thing of like not not fixating on words because there are too many of them all right 
sentence like fixate on the the sentence level on the phrase level learn complete phrases and sentences if you hear something cool in a movie learn the complete phrase don't just learn the word that's going to help you ensure that you're always seeing the bigger picture and not not being too micro you know again when you get these patterns write them down uh, if you i like to, i like putting these in my flashcards so that i can always go back to them and revise them and again just try to notice how they're being used in different places and then you know when you're doing things like watching movies i i always like to say that there are you've got your study time and you've got your downtime right so when you're studying then yeah go through it in depth look for these different grammar patterns study the stuff but then when you're watching a movie this is not study time okay this is downtime so just relax enjoy it turn off the subtitles um and certainly the english subtitles turn them off and just let your brain soak it up and take it in all right there's too much in a movie for you to understand everything there's too much going on so what you need to do is to um is to just again be present with the language be mindful of the language that's being used notice it don't worry if you don't understand everything it's totally cool um but like a movie is not a good thing to use as a study base all right it's good for exposure to the language so just you know by all means watch movies every night but but chill out you know relax and just let the let the language um kind of infiltrate your brain and take over your your mind and that's the found that's like how you begin the process of stopping to translate and just knowing the language for for what it is and then the last thing i'd say spend as much time on all four skills as you can so like if you find yourself always watching movies then do something different if you find yourself always studying textbooks do something different if you only ever speak do, again do something different try to use all four skills and what that does is it, it it's going to increase the likelihood of you being of you noticing these new verbs and grammar patterns and phrases in different contexts and that's what ultimately helps you start to own the language and not translate everything all right so wow that was quite a, a heavy answer i hope that was useful pete um, again there's no quick solution but that those are the kind of that's the mentality you need over the long term to 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 get over the translation problem so cool hope that was helpful if you would like to ask me a question please do i love getting your questions and you can go to i will teach you a language.com forward slash ask in order to do that now at the end of every episode i like to leave you with something on the topic of the show and today i'm going to give you a quote that i think i used this right at the beginning of one of the first episodes from katsumoto who's a great japanese blogger japanese language blogger he's actually american but um yeah and he said you don't learn a language you get used to it and this is perfect to illustrate um this whole question of translation you don't learn it you just get used to it and over time uh it becomes yours the language becomes yours all right thank you so much for listening and i'll see you back in the next episode for part two of pete's question about um learning well not translating and more well okay i'm rambling now <laughs> next question next episode is going to be all about movies and how to avoid uh, or rather how best to use subtitles with movies see you in the next episode